I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to come up with a catchy little opening about danger zones, which is going to like segue into like, oh, we're talking movies. We're talking Top Gun Maverick. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to say it stars Tom Cruise, Jennifer Connelly and Miles Teller and the film whose story was by Peter Craig and Justin Marks. Then they have the screenplay that was written by Ethan Kruger, Eric Warren Singer, and then Christopher McQuarrie. And then Joseph Kaczynski directed the film. And then after all that, I ain't gonna have time for no fucking quote for this movie. Like, you know, talk to me, dad. (laughs) What? What? Of course you picked that quote. Your instructor is one of the finest this program has ever produced. His exploits are legendary. What he has to teach you may very well mean the difference between life and death. His call sign, Maverick. Feel the need, the need for speed. Aha! Great balls of fire. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of How'd You Like That Movie, where we're going to be talking about the sequel to the greatest movie ever made, Top Gun 2, Top Gun Maverick. Scott, take us away. Did you watch the film? Yeah, and I know none of those quotes are in it, but they're so catchy from the original film. And the title is not Top Gun 2. Yeah, I know. I said Top Gun 2, Top Gun Maverick. It's just Top Gun Maverick. All right. All right. So, okay, what do you want? Do you want the good, the bad, or the impressive? Let's let's uh, let's get the uh, let's get the your your overall. How'd you feel? When did you see it? When did you see the movie? I I saw it Friday night. Uh, um, Before we start, I'm gonna say this. I know, you know, uh, people haven't gone to theaters in two years. Um, and I understand, you know, it gets, it takes a little time to get back to movie theater etiquette. So to the middle-aged <laughs> men behind me who decided to talk during the whole movie and, you know, make comments about the whole movie, the fact that, you know, you just see the the Top Gun theme came on, and they're like, I, I'm in already. I like this. I like this. <laughs> Are you sure that like, wasn't me sitting behind you? <laughs> uh, I, I like, it was literally like just comment after comment after comment. Like the whole movie, I'm like, buddy, if you want to talk, just wait 40 days. This will be on Paramount Plus. Go fucking sit on your couch and talk all you want. And while you're talking, but, make sure you listen to the How'd You Like That Movie podcast about this show or about this episode. Uh, yeah. So that's all I got to say is, uh, you know, just, you know, turn your cell phones off. I didn't think, you know, we, we needed that anymore in 2022 where people have to be told cinema, cinema etiquette. But in, in general, general impression, I will say this, this probably will be one of the sequels that do surpass the original. Okay. I, I do think this is better than the original or, you know, the first shot. Um, but I did do something. Um, I don't do this very often, Chris. Uh, but, you know, last week when you found that quote from the Austin City community newspaper, um, <laughs> I found this quote, uh, right? But I thought I would I would just say it and then get your general impression of it. Go. 
Top Gun Maverick, a highly predictable movie about a man having a midlife crisis. The film constantly adds on more dramatic conflict because, you know, looking for those Oscar nods. Also, the sex scene in this film was a lot faster than Daniel Hodges and Judith Myers in Halloween. Guess Maverick switched the guns a little too early on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Though the flight scenes are bar none. You can wait the 40 days till it hits Paramount Plus and just fast forward to those aviation scenes. Okay, so from, do you from our me- local newspaper, uh, high school newspaper. That was our high school newspaper? Yeah, yeah, from uh, St. Pierre. Meanwhile, well, it's a French high school. Wait a minute. How, how, wait, hold on. How does an elementary school have a fucking newspaper? Yeah, yeah, I guess blog. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it, it was from a very... Uh, highly touted uh reviewer her name's uh Nivi vega uh no relation wait a minute wait a uh, minute wait a minute whoa 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 are you reading your daughter's reviews yeah yeah i took her to the movie i wanted to get a female perspective on this movie especially after like the first movie that's male like male machismo yeah you know and, and the fact that you know kelly mcgillis uh, mcgillis you know she actually looks age appropriate for what she is, but I guess you know Maverick don't like those older ladies when they're in their sixties. Uh, so now he's now he's dating people that are ten years younger than him. But uh, so yeah, I just wanted to get a female's perspective before watching this. Okay, so I mean, a lot of what your daughter says there, I would say, is accurate. You know, it's a better man having a middle life crisis. Yada yada yada. I would totally disagree. Do not wait for this to come out on because I don't care how big your TV is. The cinematics around the flying scene need to be seen on the biggest, loudest environment, like, you know, biggest screen, loudest environment possible. Uh, I went and saw it with the AVX or the, what is it? The rumble seating or whatever that they have at Cineplex. What do they call that? Not AVX. Anyway, oh, ATX. Oh, that that would have fucking gave me yeah. a nice massage. The worst too. though was the fucking movie starts, and mine was the only seat that didn't work. So they did give me free tickets, which I'm happy about. But it was like the seats beside me were rumbling, so I could get a sense of like how amazing it would have been. Except I had to sit in my broken seat, um, which I sat in because it was full of joy juice anyway. So the the fucking dog fighting, the flying. So that 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 alone, go watch that in the theater. Like, so pretty much what you're saying is, you are, you were the dream audience member that Burt Reynolds wanted from Boogie Nights. You wanted correct. to jizz in your pants, but still watch the movie after. That's right? correct. Just sit in it. <laughs> so they shot this thing in uh, 6K IMAX uh, on the Sony Venice, uh, and. They had cameras in the cockpit, on the plane, uh, planes all around the planes. Like, just, I can't, I can't actually say enough about just fuck, just go watch that fucking, the movie for that part. As to the, you know, is this better than the original? Well, I guess it depends on what you consider better. I do not think that Top Gun 2 is going to be, well, first off, as, as you noticed when I opened with those quotes, the quotes in this, not as good. Like people remember well, it's the same quotes from the fucking first movie. They, they just... don't even have most of the like they they kind of weave them in, but they're not like notable, quotable. Uh, the need for speed, great balls of fire, you know, like I am dangerous ice man. Like 
There's just so much like fucking macho tension in the original. Yeah, but Top now Gun, it's right? gonna be oh, what was uh, Hangman's little thing? Like, ooh, I do look good. Yeah, like, but I it just doesn't good. stick. It doesn't have the. It's not as sticky. Uh, I don't think Top Gun Two is as rewatchable, and I. That's why I really suggest like, it's it's going to be amazing in the theater. It's not going to translate as well to the smaller screen. I mean, the the cinematography is still the cinematography, but. All that drama that they fucking stuck in there. So the original Top Gun has a little bit of romance. It has a little bit of drama. It's an the original Top Gun's only an hour and fifty minutes. It feels like a perfectly, you know, perfect length of time. There's dogfighting, there's motorcycles, there's and again, there's beach ball volleyball, all of that. And it just all comes together in this really nice package. Top Gun 2. And I really struggled, to be honest, I really struggled with like how to define this. And you know, some aspects of Top Gun 2 are appropriate in the sense that it feels like Top Gun grew up. Just like, you know, Pete Mitchell, Call Sign Maverick, grew up. You know what I mean? And so some of that is okay, but there is also some drama and scenes in there that I'm like, fuck, just get rid of this dialogue. Nobody is watching this movie. Nobody came into the fucking theater to watch the drama. Other than there, there's a section in near the end which is like, fucking heart racing and made me almost want to cry that kind of drama just like the drama with like goose dying like in the original top gun if you haven't seen the original top gun and spoiler it but like that's the appropriate amount of drama don't try and build a bunch of fucking story into this just be what you the original top gun knew what it was gonna be and it was that this one at some point hold on does feel like it's trying to be like that oscar winning moment it's like it's fucking top gun nobody wants the oscar version of top gun Anyway, go ahead. Okay. Uh, first, I'm going to say the stuff that the choices that were made that I was impressed with. Number one was the music choice. Yeah, man. Which, fucking Danger Zone. Fucking yeah, Kenny Loggins. Pretty much, and pretty much the the music beats go the same if you put them side by side with the original, right? It's <laughs> yeah. theme, then engine jet then it's kenny Loggins. yes you know. yes and i actually like the way the it's not a hundred percent like a match shot but it opens with that kind of like um i can't on remember the freighter yeah, yeah on the, on like, the carrier it's like them, yeah them going the, off do, and do, on you know and you know somewhere in the indian ocean like it was like yes 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 yeah, yes yes same yes. opening with the 1969 like you know this is what it is fighter right? weapon school they call it yeah, yeah, top yeah. gun this one then just has an extra pause and has Maverick at the bottom. So they changed the name of the school. But <laughs> uh, when, uh, when they introduced Jennifer Conley's character, the fact that they had Let's Dance from David Bowie playing, which is pretty much a nod ah, to fucking Labyrinth. Ah. I liked it. I, it was right on the nose. I'm like, it's fucking Bowie. I, like, I was like, all right. I'm like, I got it. I got it. Um, things I... W- choices that were made that i weren't impressed with and i'm sorry uh i'm like for me to talk about this i'm gonna spoil try not to spoil too much stuff though man no no i'm gonna i'm gonna spoil it all so i'm gonna give you guys no no don't fucking spoil it all what are you doing i'm gonna count it i'm gonna count it down so you guys can fast forward if you don't want to listen to this spoiler one the fact that rooster who is goose's son has the same fucking storyline as Maverick in the first movie and no one decides to talk about 
<laughs> the fact that you know Maverick pulled his papers, so you know he 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 lost four years of his career, and and Pete Mitchell but couldn't get in couldn't get into the academy because of his because his of dad. his dad, yeah, yeah, right. So I'm like, okay, and then number two, apparently he pulls the paper because Meg Ryan apparently was not available for this movie, so her character's dead. Uh, said she never wanted him to fly. So you would think at one point, you know, mom, single mom, father, like them, her and her son would have had this conversation, not the random guy who was in the He's plane. not random. He's fucking Goose's best friend, man. And he was his pilot and he and Goose was his Rio, right? Like they, Goose Listen, would have flown anywhere with him, you know, anywhere. I'm just going to say this. He's not random Chris, though. He's not random. You, you, you can be my wingman any day. Bullshit. But I, you can be but mine. I'm, uh, yeah, I, I am a good wingman. We've proved this numerous <laughs> times. But what I'm saying is, e- either scenario, at no point, if you die or if I die, is my wife then going to go to you and be like, hey, I want you to make sure this doesn't happen to my kid. That's what you think. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Do you even, so you. do you even like the original Top Gun? Because no, I, I don't. You don't. So you don't even like. Okay. No, no, no. Like, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna clarify this because we we always joke around about this on on this movie, which we shouldn't. It's a pretty serious topic. Okay, but the film itself, fine. Um, you know, it has its moments. It has its done. Uh, it's done, and it's it is one of those films that was that did you know change kind of the industry, right? Like what could be done in terms of putting in these fake fighter jet pilots into the scenes, making you think like it's Tom Cruise and stuff. Which they go uh, to the next level in 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 Top Gun Maverick, like well, yeah, which we I want to we'll talk we'll about. talk about that. Okay, um, but what I do not appreciate about the first film is the fact that it is 100% a propaganda film. <laughs> yeah, it is. The, the the fact that when this film was released in theaters... You're talking now, about the original I, Top Gun. You're talking about original, original Top Gun. Original yeah, Top yeah. Gun, yeah. I was five, right? So I don't remember much, and it wouldn't have happened here, but you hear the stories now, and I'm, I'm pretty sure there's documentaries and everything like that about it as well, that they literally had the navy the u.s air force navy it's the u.s navy (laughs) air force in the theaters recruiting males coming out of that movie yeah and they all wanted to be pilots and they all ended up cooks (laughs) yeah And, and the fact that at no point yeah it was just literally like here's this pretty much propaganda film you do you want to fight a fire jet oh my god do you want to uh, do you want you know, to be the bird to, you want to give a bird to the Russians because this is the height of the Cold War like fucking right I do do you want to like fuck your teacher uh, <laughs> fucking right I do do you want do, do you want to go sit at a bar and just sing like you've lost this loving feeling that apparently that microphone because this is the 80s this was not wireless microphones but that fucking cord was super fucking long, right? Like, do you want that? Fucking right, I do. Do you want to be this? But creepy listen, guy how that... else are you gonna get access to like carriers and stuff like that? Because that would—that's what made the original Top Gun and this Top Gun so authentic—is the fact that they had like unparalleled access to the pilots, to the planes, to the the uh, the school, to and again to the aircraft carriers. Like, 
You think the Navy's not just like, oh, we really want you to fucking make a movie for your own benefit. They're like, oh, you know how much fucking recruiting currency we're going to get out of this? Come on down. This is going to be the best recruiting video in the history of fucking recruiting videos. Oh, yeah. Did you know who else had like a, they had a huge surge into recruiting into um, I believe it was the Navy as well. Um, G.I. Jane. No. <laughs> Shaggy. You know, it wasn't me, the singer. Yeah, okay, so he joined. He 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 joined the army. He was a navy, and then he made it big. And they literally used that as a recruiting tool. Oh, sorry, I I didn't know where you were going there. Um, yeah. So what? It's a fucking propaganda movie. It's a fucking great propaganda movie. Like they did a fantastic job with it. It's super fun and it's super rewatchable. Uh, but back to the Top Gun Maverick. Like, so let's talk about like how how like realistic the fu- like. This, yeah, but, so but wait, before we move I, on, I'm going to talk because you're waxing poetic and everything like that about this film. That I said also that whacking phrase. poetic. Uh, I was going to say I, I said that phrase right, right? Uh, it wasn't self defecating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for Tom Cruise's involvement in this movie, which did take a while, right? Because they did want to make a sequel, and I believe he was apprehensive about it. Uh, but. He wanted minimal green screen, minimal minimal CGI. So all the close-ups in the cockpits, everything, were all real life. Yep. The, the actors themselves had to control the camera, apply their own makeups and stuff, and they would go fly out. And then it would take a couple of hours for the dailies or whatever to come in. And, and then the director would look at it, they would land, and then they would be like, okay, I don't like this shot. I don't like this lighting. You got to fix this. Now go back and redo it. Um, so each one of these actors had to do extensive G-Force training. Now, Tom Cruise himself has this training. He, he is a deck, like he, he has this, a bunch of pilot license. He can do that. His, I don't know if you know that, but that little World War You mean the P-51 the Mustang end? at the end? Yeah, that's his. That's literally his plane. plane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's his plane. Um, but according to Miles Teller, uh, three out of the six actors that went up threw up, threw up every fucking day because of this G force training. Yeah, man. Which I probably would not have been able. Well, not probably. I know I wouldn't have been able to do. I would just puked right in there. But Tom Cruise also, like, they did a lot of the training that, like, a a fighter pilot would do. Like, they did underwater evacuations. Obviously, they they did aviation. Uh, They did, um, like, preliminary training in single-engine, like, Cessnas and stuff like that in order to get, like, spatial recognition. So, like, they were not trained like pilots, but they went through a lot of the type of training that a pilot would have to go through in order to, like... A, make them even, like you said, make them competent. Like, because they were operating those cameras themselves sometimes. So they had to become, like, filmmakers, and they had to be, like, get comfortable being in a fighter jet, right? So, Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, like, it even took um, a year just working with the the Navy. uh, Like, they're, like, I'm assuming it'd be, like, in Canada, we call them imagery tax or whatever, to get them, you know, really comfortable with working with the equipment themselves, right? So, like, the amount of time and effort that went into this movie is is fucking insane. So, I, I got some numbers here. So, the, origi- the original is an hour and 50 minutes. 
This one's two hours and 11 minutes. So I'd say, like I said, if you just cut out all that drama shit, you'd have the same length of film. Like the good stuff is the good stuff is an hour and 50 minutes. Well, this... it's still there, just one thing in terms of runtime. Uh, Miles Teller also said that they shot more footage than combining all three of the Lord of the Rings. 800 hours of footage yeah. for a two hour movie. <laughs> yeah. So just imagine that fucking director's cut when it cut. When you were complaining about the Snyder cut, just imagine the Maverick cut. That's <laughs> the Maverick cut. Out. It's 16 days long. Um, <laughs> So the original, and I calculated these to uh, current dollars. So they made the original Top Gun for $40 million. It was like fifteen in, in $1986. And it made $950 million at the box office on a $40 million budget. Like, they would have been popping fucking bottles in the club after that one. So this one, Top Gun Maverick, has a $170 million budget. So far already, it's made $117 million. And when I, I think it was a Variety article said that it's actually surprisingly it's Tom Cruise's first hundred million dollar opening, which is surprising, but I guess a hundred million dollars is a lot of money for an opening. But I, I mean, just cause he always has kind of blockbusters. Uh, I was shocked that this was his first hundred million dollar opening. So any thoughts on that? No, I, I would, I would say like in terms of what his recent like uh filmography is too, right? Like the, um, the Mission Impossible movies do well, but they're all really lower budget films too, right? Okay. So that um, and those like those films are always the long legs because it's always like it'll go opening, and then you know you just start hearing about the fucking stunt he did, like he fucking hung off a a, so a plane, a plane. Did, yeah, 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 or yeah, jumped yeah. Out of and helicopter. then you, people are like, oh, holy shit, okay, now I'm gonna go watch it, right? So th- those usually like go on into the like have longer runs in terms of the theaters than normals now and i think now with with every fucking studio having their own streaming service and this 45 day window it's really like you got to make your money and you got to make it quick in the theaters right away right um but i also think the mission impossibles all do well abroad more than domestic the new mission impossible by the way the trailer that i saw during top gun and maverick i was like i fucking can't wait to watch that movie i thought it was i thought when i watched the beginning i'm like oh they're actually making a sequel to his mummy i'm like there he is on the camel riding because that's how it, that's how the movie ended right it was him on a camel in the desert i'm like no they're making a sequel no no they're not um but yeah i think i do think you're gonna be wrong i think this one will surpass the the original whoa i didn't i didn't what do you mean surpass surpassing what like in dollars? terms of watchability watchability no, not, and everything like, like that like i'm telling you right now it's not as hooky as the original it doesn't have the same kind of hooks the cinematography right, but, is fantastic but like i just rewatched top gun to get ready for this and i still fucking love that movie and i already <laughs> like i'll go see this probably a couple more times in theater because i got those free passes but uh i i probably won't watch it I don't know. We'll see. We can always touch back like in a year from now and be like, yo, so which Top Gun is better? And, you know, it does it still have the watchability. So interesting uh, spoiler. We find out that uh, Pete Mitchell, Lieutenant Pete Mitchell, uh, even though he is in the Navy, he does not like boats. He's not a big fan of boats, which is very similar to another lieutenant in the Navy. uh, Lieutenant Caffey from A Few Good Men, also played by Tom Cruise, who also does not like boats. So. Does Tom Cruise, when he's in a Navy uniform, just not like boats? Tune in next week to find out.
<laughs> oh my god that was really bad um okay i'm gonna do one more because i want your opinion on this go 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 uh, i'm good at giving opinions but it, it it is kind of a spoiler but so um, is it wait is it a spoiler or not people no, no, are it's fucking like listening to this and it, deciding it, it, okay. if they're watching a movie and you're just like throwing that shit out there yeah yeah so okay i'm gonna go one two three i'll ask you the question and then you know you guys can fast forward for 15 seconds while chris says yes or no okay so one two three spoiler so when the one pilot passes out for g-force do you think that actually happened to the actor and they're like fuck this is too good not to put it in maybe because they were pulling they were pulling like something like seven g's for real in those plans and those are not like if you you can actually go on youtube and see what uh, the canadian forces i mean any military what they do with their fighter pilots they put them in the like fucking cyclone or whatever and they spin them around uh centrifuge sorry and uh that's what they do like they teach them how to be like to breathe to keep like blood pumping through their body you actually have to like tense up and like force your body to keep circulating blood and they they those pilots pass out all the fucking time these and these are like actual pilot trainees so the fact that like random actor gets thrown into one of these things gets pulls a bunch of g's and fucking blacks out yeah i i I think a yes that probably did happen and b they definitely were like we're using that footage <laughs> and Tom Cruise, I so I was watching a little interview on him, and he said that was the advantage of actually having the actors in the planes is like the distortion of the face. Like you can't fake that. Like you can't do that with prosthetics. Like that is physics acting on the body. And so just spinning them around a bunch in a plane, they're like, "There's your shot." Mm-hmm. I think um, at next year's Oscars, this one will take home pretty much anything that's technical sound and stuff for just the amount of work that went in to get these air shots so i think it's going to be a clean sweep so all the technical stuff yeah and 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 hopefully they'll give uh uh, highway to the danger zone the oscar for uh best original song for a film no it'll (laughs) it'll be well it'll be the lady gaga one right hold my hand so it's funny so uh i got out of the theater I stuck on my aviators like a fucking douche. I pulled my Spotify up. I put on Highway to the Danger Zone. And I fucking rock and rolled out of there in my four-cylinder car. Woo! (laughs) Yeah, what what you're not telling everybody is... It was the minute you walked into the theater. You, 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 it was on your phone, and everybody's <laughs> hearing it while you walk out. Right? So that's okay. Okay, that's really funny. Are you sure you weren't at the theater when I went in? Because something <laughs> like that actually did happen. So... Um, I go in and I was trying to tweet out about it uh, and then update our social media. And so I was trying to add music to the post and I still had my volume on. And so you like exactly like that. I fucking sit down and all we hear is like, and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sakes, turn my phone off. I'm like, I'm that guy. I might as well put my aviators on in the theater. You know what I mean? I'm Um, surprised you didn't. (laughs) I'm surprised. (laughs) I walked in with them on. Uh, Anyway, uh, so I would recommend... If you if you just want to see a really cinematic experience, go watch it. Even if you don't like the original Top Gun, have never even seen the other Top Gun, like they, you will you will uh, regret not seeing the amazing flying sequences. And they just keep ramping up. Like it gets better and better and better. Just deal with the fucking pretend story that's there. Let's be honest, we're all actually there to watch Tom Cruise fucking fly around in airplanes. Uh, and if you do love the original top gun like i do trust me they fucking shoehorn that 
all these things in there all the time and you'll you'll pick them up i guess you would call them easter eggs or whatever so yeah and another thing that you're gonna enjoy about this movie is this movie about fighter pilots that you know are in planes a lot and it's all about speed there's nothing more speed than two fast action tom cruise runs because he sprints in this fucking movie if you didn't if you're like this is gonna be the movie he doesn't run in you are fucking mistaken because this motherfucker's running I laughed at it when it was happening in the theater. Like I giggled because I'm like, as if they just fucking threw in a scene of him just like running, not only running, but running through the snow and outrunning a fucking <laughs> helicopter. I'm like, I'm like, did they really have to like the? I'm like, is this the part that Christopher McQuarrie wrote for the for the thing? Because he's like, listen, he motherfucking runs a Mission Impossible. He's gonna fucking run. He's gonna run. Yeah, man. It, it, it was almost like I was waiting for like Top Gun Maverick as it transitions into mission impossible 13 or whatever. Cause like that running through this, uh, cause, and I mean, it, I'm not going to explain why he's running through the snow, but I'm like, so he's just a pilot. <laughs> like he, he, the, the, he, Tom, you are not all the characters you've ever played in a movie. You also are Maverick sleeps with a lot of women, but he also, when he was a kid did not run a brothel out of his parents' house. You know what I mean? Like you are not, you were also not a sports agent, Lieutenant Pete Mitchell, or actually captain in this. It's like, you are not the combination of all the characters you have played in all your movies. Right. Um, also, uh, football, like, Okay, like, the volleyball scene gets mocked in the original Top Gun, but it's fucking awesome. And then they, like, basically redo a version of that, but with football. <laughs> they had to do it uh, I was, about that scene. They actually had to film it twice. Eh? Mother Goose, they, you pussy! No, no, they, 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 filmed, they filmed that football scene, right? And um, the, the actor who played uh, Hangman, he's like... We, we, before we did that scene, like for a week or something, they were all hardcore going to the gym because each person wanted to outdo each other. Like how good they looked? How good they looked. He goes, the amount of fucking baby oil that was used on that scene (laughs) was ridiculous. So they film it all done right after that they all go for milkshakes and fucking like just carb the fuck up. Right. Cause they're like, we did it. Oh, three days later uh, oh sorry later, we forgot to hit record <laughs> it was tom cruise he's like i didn't i didn't like it i didn't like it we're gonna have to redo it so then again they were like fuck <laughs> like just starving themselves for like four days and just hitting the gym constantly to try to get well consistency in terms of the shot but just try to get re-shredded just think according how good to those, him just think how good those milkshakes would have tasted though <laughs> yeah oh my god uh, but according to him, Miles Teller is the one that won it all. He, right? yeah, man, because he looks like like shredded. You know what I mean? Yeah, just shredded. Um, I like how he looks like Anthony Edwards. Like they make like, I, and obviously they the intention was to make them look similar. But he looks like what Meg Ryan and Goose's son would look like. Like I was like, yeah, man, that was such a great casting choice. Um, anyway, Scott, so you you never said if you recommend this movie and who you recommend it to. And then we'll get yes. out of here. I, I did. I, I said um, it's enjoyable. Um, and these flight scenes are are fucking amazing to watch. Like, I'll give them that, right? Like, it actually does put you in the cockpit. 
and like see like how much training and like how fucking hardcore these pilots actually are when you're in there as opposed to the original when it's just a blue screen behind them and they're like hey <laughs> all right <laughs> but watching it that's why i think this one's gonna surpass it because they're gonna be like fuck right did you like seeing val kilmer i did i did i thought no, it was classy was... the way they handled his um throat cancer his throat cancer yeah but that was actually like the, when he actually says those words, like, and you can see how hard kind of it was. That was actually him saying those words, right? It yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. computer generated. Yeah. And, yeah, and I Tom, was a little upset. And Tom Cruise, but. like, he was the one that was like, Val Kilmer has to be in this film, period. Iceman, <laughs> Iceman's coming back. No, no. He could have brought back Tom, Tom, uh, fucking, uh, Tom, Tom Skerek. Yeah. I don't know. Ed Harris. Ed Harris did a good job, like kind of being that role. You know what I mean? And yeah, John but... Hamm. John Hamm basically played. Uh, uh, was it Jester? Yeah, he played yeah. basically Jester's character. Uh, it was good. John Hamm was great in that too. No, it was great. It was great. Yeah, I will give. Uh, uh, like that was my favorite line of the movie when the the one army guys like. And he was talking about John Madden's character, and he was like, he was also like, you know, number one in the in his class. Blah blah blah. And Tom Cruise like, I was number two. Yeah, just to manage expectations. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite line. All right, man. Yeah. That's all for me. All right. And that is our wrap for the day. Please like and subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends. If you want to get a hold of us, reach us at the www.howdyoulikethatmovie.com. I forgot to talk about this in the main part of the show, but this thing has a 97% from the critics and a 99% from the audience on Hunt Tomatoes. I was like, holy oh. fuck. Well now it's it's just gonna it's just gonna go up too, right? Like once they get your in there, it's back to a hundred. That's right. You're gonna do it. Hey, I forgot my quote too. So I've got uh Sarah Michelle Fetters from moviefreaks.com. And she says, I love Top Gun Maverick. This sequel hasn't lost that loving feeling. It's the best of the best. Making this return flight to the danger zone a rapturous aerial extravaganza that frankly took my breath away. Well, it did. It had a. You couldn't even give me a fucking standard pause off there so we could use that as a soundbite. Piece we of can. shit. We can. Keep going. Keep talking, Scott. Not like anybody's listening anyway. Production by Rod Shaver, Vader Monkey Productions.